Okay, welcome back to a special edition of the OSSB podcast. This is the weekend edition, and on the line with me, I have a former student, Asia, who graduated in 2017, right, Asia? Yes. Yeah, see, you know, I've had so many students that over the years when they graduated, it all kind of runs together. And uh, I've had students that try to trick me before, like, you know, somebody graduates in 2000, whatever, and I'll they'll say, well, I graduated in 97. I'm like, no, you didn't. But anyway, how are you today, Asia? I'm doing pretty good. Not happy about the snow in the middle of April, but I'm doing pretty good. Okay, so Asia is up in northeast Ohio. It is not snowing in Columbus. It's just a drizzly, nasty rain that's coming down today. It's that kind of rain that just clings to you. It just hits your skin and just stays there. Like, if it was coming down harder, it would wash off. But uh, sorry to hear you guys are getting snow up there. Yeah, it's like a mushy snow, too. It's nasty and icky. You could build a snowman. I think it's too soft to do that. All right. Well, that's just nasty as the rain we're having here, then. So the reason we have Asia on today is a couple of things. Um, One, we'll talk about being a guide dog team or a dog guide team and two how to do your grocery shopping and maintain some social distancing as a person who with a visual impairment or somebody that's blind so uh asia you are a new member of a dog guide team right yes in june it will be two years i've been matched with my first guide dog two years well you that's that's good and tell us about tell us about your guide dog my guide dog's name is Grayson. He came from Leader Dogs for the Blind in Rochester, Michigan. Okay. What kind of dog is he? He is a yellow Labrador. Great. Is he a little dog or is he a big dog? No, he ranges right around 76 or 77 pounds. Okay, all right. So he's, he sounds like a sturdy dog then, doesn't he? A pretty sturdy boy. <laughs> yeah. And when you, I don't have a guide dog myself, but I do know that when you get a guide dog and you, you bond and it's a teamwork kind of experience, right? Oh yes. So we're all staying at home right now um, for a little bit until we get through this COVID-19 crisis. How do you maintain a good teamwork kind of a thing with, with your guide dog? What, what sorts of things do you do to keep each other in shape? and and keeping that good work thing going on. So he is a dog, and he loves his playtime, and that helps with our bonding. Okay. But we also do obedience sessions. All right. And it looks like I'm going to have to tell him to calm down. So what's an obedience session like? It's a different people that may mean different things. So I... When we were first match, I did not want to push his, him being a dog. Uh-huh. So I started off inside and I started with treats. I would put him on my bedroom and tell him to sit. And I would go into the other room and make him wait and wait. And sometimes impulse control would take over him. And he'd run to me because he knew I had something yummy in my hand. So he'd have to be brought back to the area I had him at to tell him to sit and stay. Mm-hmm. And then I go back to where I was, and I wait, and I wait, and 
after about a minute or two, I asked him to come to me, and he comes to me, and he gets a treat. Okay. All right. So, sounds like that training is constructive, right? Very much so. And that it teaches the dog patience, and the dog that's not a dog, right? Yep. When he's working. And when you're doing obedience training, do you do that with the harness on or off? So when I do it inside, I choose to do it out of harness Mm -hmm. because it is important that whether they are in harness or out of harness to listen to obedience. So are there other things that you do in obedience sessions besides having him wait to be told when to get up or there? Um, I mean, can you like tell him to go to the fridge and get you a Pepsi or anything? Like that? <laughs> no, no I that, he's but... not trained to go get things for me, <laughs> no, but just... we do push his impulse control with doing obedience outside off leash. Okay. So he'll have to sit in my front yard and I go all the way in the back, all the way away from him and it makes him sad. He wants to be on my side mm-hmm. and I've trained him when we are outside to use a whistle. So once he hears that whistle, he can come running to my side. Okay. Now, do you, is there, is there a form of obedience training where you let him off leash and let him run a little bit and then you blow the whistle when he comes back? Or is it a let him off leash and, and he just sits, hangs out until you blow the whistle? So I currently do not have a fenced in yard. Mm-hmm. So he unfortunately does not get to run around like a maniac dog. Mm. Oh. But that would make me sad so if I were a dog. I'd, I'd want to run around I, like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> I will let him do it in my small backyard. Okay. And when I do blow the whistle, he will come and check up on me. Good. That's great. With both of you guys needing to exercise, Stay. right? Because you are, you were, you were one of my, well, not my, but you were an athlete. When you're at OSSB and you know wrestling and goalball too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So doing that, I don't remember if you did track or swimming or not. Did you do that? I did both of those. Okay, so you were involved in everything, but cheerleading. It sounds like. Yeah, I right? wasn't a cheerleading wasn't person. Cheerleader. So you were you were an athlete, and um, so being an athlete, you probably have a an innate drive to want to exercise, right? Yes. And how do you do that right now, not going to classes or work or whatever every day? What do, you, what do you do for exercise? So we walk around my neighborhood. Depending on the weather, it's been quite mucky lately, mm. so we haven't been able to do much. But we may go on a walk, and sometimes it could be a two-mile walk, or sometimes it can go up to a five-mile walk. Wow, that's quite some distance there. And does that wear you both out pretty good? Some days, yes. (laughs) And some days it's like, uh, can we go do it again? Right. Okay. Well, that's good. Are you using any technology when you're going out on the walks? Do you try to explore some new routes or anything? Or do you kind of stick to some old patterns? How's, How's that work? Five miles is a lot of ground. Yes, I do a lot of familiar routes, but there are some routes that are just so confusing that I cannot remember them. Mm-hmm. So my favorite app to use is Soundscape. Soundscape. Yes, we've had some we've had some experience with Soundscape. We did an episode, I think it was over December, 
uh, where we talked about soundscape because uh, we're using that in the mobility department down here. I love to use it to tell me which road I'm crossing. Mm-hmm. And that helps me keep track of which road that I would need to turn at. All right. You ever use the beacons? Anything like that? I personally don't like the beacons because in the way of interacting with me when it comes to the intersections. I have no idea why. You know, I haven't tried the beacons on, you know, in, in residential areas. I've used them. I've used them in rural areas. Uh, mainly when I go camping with my sons. Well, I'll set up a beacon where the tent is, and I'll set up a beacon, you know, like where the shower house is or whatever, but I haven't tried using the beacons, you know, in the city. So I imagine it would be a little bit different. Let's talk about one thing that's intriguing to me is that we were talking the other day, and, and you were talking about how you did your grocery shopping. And how do you do grocery shopping as a blind person? And maintain social distance. So my favorite thing to do is when I need multiple items, I like to just walk to the grocery store, of course. Mm -hmm. And when I get to the grocery store, I pull up my Be My Eye app and call a volunteer. And I always ask if the person is available to assist me with grocery shopping. Okay. Because some people don't have the time to assist somebody that long. Right. So I always ask that, and I've had some people deny me. Sure. But they're volunteers. Right. Right. So it's fine. Yeah. And I just call somebody else, and I usually get somebody to help me, and I use Bluetooth earbuds. Okay. And so I have my Bluetooth earbud in one of my ears. I have, I'm holding Grayson with my left hand. Mm-hmm. And I have my phone in my right hand. Okay. And I asked Grayson, Grayson to go find a basket because I find that to be more useful than trying to pull a cart. Okay. So I put the basket over my arm so it sits on my elbow. Right. And Grayson knows the grocery store pretty well. Yeah. So I'm... he knows the general areas of where we want to go, like... If I say I want to go get sausage meat, he knows that general area. He doesn't know specifically what I want. Right. And that's what the assistant through the Be My Eyes app is for. Right. That's pretty remarkable, though, that if he can get you back to the meats. Uh, I was wondering how you did that, if you had the Be My Eyes look at the signs on the aisles or if you just know that store so well that you can navigate to in you know the departments within the store i do know the store very well but i do work with the dog and sometimes he lo- gets so excited because he loves grocery shopping okay but he's like let's go this way let's go this way come on mom let's go explore <laughs> he's wanting to and take- i'm like no i want to go down this aisle because i want to find this Right. So I got to slow him down sometimes. Uh, I bet he wants to go to the dog treat aisle, doesn't he? I have no idea. It's only like <laughs> half of an aisle that has dog treats in that particular store. Okay. So is it a kind of a small store you go to, or is it a pretty large? It's um, about a medium store. Okay. Right. It's not very large. All right. Usually uh, when I go grocery shopping by myself, I don't get a lot, okay. and I carry a backpack. 
Gotcha. So I can carry the heavy things in the backpack or even all of it. And if I have a few light items, I will just carry them in the bag. Okay. All right. You're able to use uh, Grayson and, and the Be My Eyes app and, and get to the store and find what you need. Um, has there been a moment since this pandemic started where you couldn't find what you needed and you had to get help from somebody in the store? Fortunately, no. Well, that's great. That is good news to hear. Um, one of my concerns in Columbus was, uh, you know, people like yourself that go out and do your own grocery shopping and or don't do Instacart or curbside pickup or whatever is, is getting that assistance in the store. Um, I would be leery about asking for assistance um, because you have to circumvent that six foot social distancing space and if you're doing sighted guide you don't know know, how much they've been coughing into their elbow right yes my local grocery store fortunately stays pretty well stocked even during this pandemic but I have gone to Walmart and Target with my dad and those stores seem to run a little bit low stock sometimes. Uh-huh. One way to the grocery store is a mile, and then back home is a mile. So that's okay. wow. two miles. And then the walking we did inside the store. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So how often do you have to, to do that? A couple times a week? It, or I usually do it. I can get away with doing it every two weeks. Okay. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing um, about some of the things you're doing and to stay busy and to keep the keep the team in shape you and the you and the dog guide it sounds like you're doing well up there hopefully the weather will break pretty soon and you can get out more often oh i'm hoping so all right is there anything else you want to add today asia do you want to give a special shout out to anyone or or add something that we didn't cover Maybe a shout out to uh, Rachel Smith. She taught me my wonderful mobility skills. So I can advance (laughs) to working with the guide dog. Nice job. Appreciate it there, Miss Smith, for doing that. Definitely empowering when you can get out and get done what you need to get done, right? Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Asia. We're going to put this out this weekend. Appreciate you tuning into the podcast as well. I certainly do my best to keep up a listing with them. Thank you so much, Asia. Really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Now, we are going to end today's podcast with a special treat. One of our former students, Sam Shepard, is quite the character. He was always doing impressions of classmates and friends and colleagues and, of course, his teachers. And he did a song called The Rainbow Connection that the Muppets did on a senior recital or was right before graduation where he did impressions i requested that sam do this as one of his videos on facebook and he did so thank you for doing that sam really appreciate it and now we're going to bring it to you on the ossb podcast please enjoy one of my favorite memories from ossb is sam doing this selection thank you so much sam Today we're going to be featuring a song that our happy little friends, the Muppets, like to do, Rainbow Connection. And you'll hear some impersonations in this painting as well. And we might throw in a little coating of Dan Kelly, or maybe we'll throw in some Rod Stewart in there as well. We don't know. 
We don't know. It's our world. It's our painting. And we can do with it whatever we want. Rainbow. 
lovers, the dreamers, and me. La 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 la. la, la, la.